Welcome back to the Saturday show here on the Zone Sports Network. Hour two underway. Yawk and Lundy along for the ride for you guys on a Saturday afternoon. Hope you all are doing great wherever you might be. Uh, Lundy, we're going to talk about something cool here in a moment. A world record set in our very own backyard. And I told you about this right before we went live with it. And it's pretty incredible. But we're going to bring in James Lawrence now. And some of you may know his name. Some of you may know his nickname, the Iron Cowboy. James, how are you, sir? Well, if I'm being honest, I'm exhausted, but I'm good. Okay, so James, I have been following your work for a while. When I was back producing another show here on our station, we had you on, if I recall correctly, to talk about your 50-50-50 deal where you did 50 triathlons in 50 states in 50 days. Uh, Pretty incredible accomplishment in that own regard. But you just recently completed what they call the Conquer 100, and you actually did Conquer 101. Explain to our listeners what exactly you did for 101 straight days. Uh, well, we did a full-distance triathlon, which is a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike, followed by a full marathon run, which is 26.2 miles, totals 140.6 miles. So over the course of 100 days, you ended up doing uh, 14,060 miles. And um, after the Conquer 100 project was over, we decided to shock everybody and do one more. And so on day 101, I got up and I did it all again. Uh, so James, as, as somebody who's like, my only experience with anything that has the word marathon in it involves a couch and extended versions of Lord of the Rings. Like, how is how did you get into the Like, what kind of mental and physical fortitude does it take to to do this kind of thing, not just once, but a hundred times, 101 times? Uh, I, I would say it's a lifetime of dedicating myself to uh, developing grit and ment- mental toughness. It's not just something you show up and one day decide to do. Um, it, it's been building blocks and stepping stones to get to this point. Uh, we've been we've been breaking world records for over uh, a decade now, and so uh, this was just the the final piece to the journey, the puzzle, if you would. And um, yeah, we were, we were quite humbled to be able to accomplish this in our backyard and in our home of Utah. Yeah, James, I had a buddy suggest to me that I follow you on Instagram when this was a kind of starting out. You started this March first, and your your endeavor. You said a hundred straight days into these full distance triathlons. I probably started following it, I, I believe, in the first couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken. And every day, I would tune in, I'd, I'd hop on Instagram, and I'd pull up your feed, and your daughter did an incredible job chronicling everything you guys were accomplishing throughout this. If I'm not mistaken, when you got to 51, that set the record. Is, is that right? Yeah, that, that's correct. 51's record, and then we broke a re- record every single day after that, um, which was a lot of fun to do as well. Okay, so why why do this? I, you mentioned the fact you, you've broken all these records. It's kind of something you've built up to, you said, throughout your life. But why this? Why 100 straight days of a full-distance triathlon? Well, 51 seemed seemed easy to just do it by one. 75 didn't scare me, and so the kind of the next fun number was 100. Um, and we did it to raise money for Operation Underground Railroad. Ended up raising over a quarter million dollars to them, which was super humbling and uh, grateful that we were able to do that. James, so when when did this kind of start for you? Like, not just the, you know, the, the Conquer 100, but just triathlons in general. When did you really start to get into that? Uh, probably 2006 would have been my first uh, kind of dip my toe in the water. 
experience. Uh, just started doing local sprint triathlons and uh, getting into the community with my fun, and we were just having a lot of fun racing and getting to know people, and I would just turn into turn into a hobby for us. And how long have you been doing this professionally then? Uh, I'm still not a professional triathlete. I'm an amateur. Um, okay. it, it turned in it turned in full time once we started breaking world records. But my my main source of income is is doing uh, speaking speaking for corporations. I've had an opportunity to speak on uh, hundreds of stages in 48 different countries, and so that's kind of how I feed, how I feed my family. That's absolutely incredible. So you've, you've done this all as an amateur along the way. I know you had a bunch of great sponsors who kind of took care of you along the way. I know you had a two uh, are they are they friends of yours that were kind of your your compatriots throughout all this. I know you had hundreds of other people who would come do different events with you. But you had at least two guys I know that did this every day with you. Yeah, so we call them the wingmen. Uh, they they were with me the whole fifty, and so they wanted to be part of this journey too. And Aaron, um, he he kind of runs our coaching program. Um, and works for me full-time, and so he's a phenomenal cyclist. And so he, he kind of joined me every single day on the ride, and he did all 101 rides with me and, and made sure that uh, I was staying safe and had what I needed. And then uh, Casey swam with me a couple times a, a week and then and then ran at least 18 miles with me every single day and carried the pack and all my nutrition. And um, which, those two boys were just insane support. And uh, Casey's a local school teacher here, and um, has the summers off, and so that's why he was able to do early mornings and then uh, afternoon and into the evenings. So, you know, you mentioned this kind of came to my mind when you mentioned that, you know, somebody was running with you carrying your nutrition and things like that. What kind of training and nutrition do you do to prepare for something like this? Like, what, what does that look like? Yeah, you can't, you can't train for a 100-day challenge, and so um, you just get yourself – physically fit to the point where you believe you can start and then you gain gain fitness and experience throughout the 100 days um but fueling for the for the 100 is obviously a different task i mean we're eating eight to ten thousand calories a day um, to try to try to keep the engine going so what exactly doesn't uh, does a guy because i know you, you these triathlons you have what they call transition periods you go from the pool to to the bike and then the bike to the, to the run it's kind of how you did it you did those two different transitions how much are you eating in between those transitions? How much are you eating during each of these events each day? Yeah, very very little during transition. The goal is to get back out on the road and keep moving because um, we've got to finish and get you know get prepped for the next day every single day for a quarter of a year. And so most of the food consumption was done uh, while biking and while while running. Yeah. So okay, I got one other question for you on this, James. Is what's next? Like, wh- wh- have you thought about what is next? Or are you just taking time off now? You said, you know what? I've, I just completed an absolutely incredible uh, accomplishment, but what, what is next for you? What, what are you thinking? Uh, physically, um, there's, there's not going to be a next. I'm going to get into my normal cycling, uh, competing, um, and just doing fun races. Um, I don't, I, I'm hundred percent satisfied. Um, I mean, we, we, we legitimately made sports endurance history. And um, so when you, when you do that, I don't know that there needs to be a, a next at this point. I'm going to join my family. We're going to go to Mexico next month in Puerto Vallarta. We're going to unwind. It's going to take me a long time to recover from this. You've you got to imagine there's 24 hours a day for a quarter of a year um, in order to set this record. And that's uh, when you can hear I've lost my voice and – there's a lot of damage to my to my body, obviously, and so there's there's now the next phase, which is the recovery phase, and that that's going to take some time. 
Um, and, and what's next for me is, is continuing my speaking career and our coaching programs. Um, I'm taking a few months off, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the road and we're going to start speaking again starting in August. We've got the documentary to edit and, and get out there. We've got the, a, a second book to write. And so there's a lot to do. Um, physical challenges, I don't need to top that right now. I'm totally satisfied. And if uh, sports and history is not enough for people, then uh, that's on them. Um, w- when do you anticipate that documentary being uh, finished and released? And uh, same thing with, with that book. Um, we're we're going to start the process right quick with both of them. Um, the goal is the first of uh, first of the year uh, for, for both those projects. Uh, it's just going to take some time, but I, I am starting speaking um, as early as August. Um, we've already my bureau has already been booking uh, those events out. So hopefully within the next six months, a lot of stuff's going to start happening. So James, did you have a documentary crew following you around throughout all of this? Yeah, it was Mike the whole time. We had a crew following everybody the whole time, and so they're uh, currently in the editing process. Our hope is to to get it in the Sundance Film Festival, being a local here and um, setting the record right here in the in the Wasatch Mountains. So that's going to be our goal. We need a quick turnaround in order to do that, but we're not going to sacrifice quality. Um, it was it was quite the journey, and so hopefully they captured it well. So how yeah? How much footage did they capture then? Oh, tons. I mean, there's cameras rolling the whole time. You guys think. A quarter of a year of footage rolling the whole time, so there, there's a lot to unpack. Uh, we'll see what to what angles they take and what what they decide to do with their creative um, editing skills. Well, James, like I said, it's been an absolute inspiration to follow you on Instagram throughout all of this. I I, I can attest. I've seen the damage that you have incurred upon your body just watching yeah. these Instagram stories from your, your family and whatnot. I know your family is extremely proud of you. They've been very clear about that throughout this entire process. But I guess where can people find information about your speaking career, about the Conquer 100? Where do they need to go if they want to learn more about this? Yeah, the two best places is uh, ironcowboy.com. And also uh, I think we're a pretty good follow um, uh, on Instagram at ironcowboyjames and on Facebook at Iron Cowboy. Uh, by, by the way, what's, what's the impetus? What, why, why the Iron Cowboy? Where did that come from? I wanted to ask. Yeah, early in my career, um, I, you know, Iron Man spectating is, is terrible, and I had little kids. I have five kids. And so I, I used to wear a cowboy hat during the marathon of, of big races so that they could see me coming and cheer Dad on. And um, the public just kind of deemed me the Iron Cowboy, and so it stuck. It's a fantastic so nickname. Cool. Yeah, that, that is awesome. Well, James, I guess for Alex and I, we're both going to say we tip our cap to you because I'm with Alex. Just the thought of doing one of these in, in a, a day just is astounding to me. The fact you did 101 straight days is just utterly phenomenal. Well, and uh, anybody that's not following me right now, now would be a great time. Uh, we're, we're launching a, a promotion this weekend that any merchandise that you do purchase um, we'll be giving away um, an iFit treadmill. So, oh wow! Uh, if you want to, if you want a shot at a treadmill this week from iFit, just go on there, jump on, and uh, give us a follow. We're going to open it up this afternoon. Uh, any purchases, you get an entry into that drawing. So, awesome. Well, James, thank you again for taking some time. Best of luck in your recovery efforts. Obviously, with getting your speaking career reignited here. Obviously, I'm sure COVID had an impact on that. We're hopeful that everything going forward is great for you. And I guess the next time you decide to do something crazy like this, we'll have you back on, all right? Awesome, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks, James. There you go. James Lawrence, the Iron Cowboy.